is the episode right now. Here we are. We're off a of sound check. Yeah, we can't even do that bit anymore now. You destroyed my genius sound test bit. Although, actually, t- I guess technically we could throw it in there. We still have it. I mean, yeah, we talked about cheese puffs, but I don't know. I don't know how it fits into an audio-only thing. All right. Are we just going to roll from here? Do you want me to restart this recording? It looks good. I was thinking we were just going to go high. with it until you... All right, uh, we're going to go with it. <laughs> here we go. Welcome back. Hello. Wow. And welcome to Past Assault, a pop culture podcast. A pop culture podcast. My name is Owen Shannon. Joining me is I'm Maxwell Cambridge. as if I'm not, not here. I'm here as well. That's why you're joining no, me. Like, you, yeah, no, like, see? It's a power thing with you. All right. <laughs> <that's>, <laughs> we're joining each other codependently. We're co... Okay, let's keep going. I was actually voted. I want, first of all, all right. You know what? Okay, Max, I get it. You were voted stop, stop, more stop, popular. Stop, stop, stop. No, no, no. I'm saving that for another segment. Nope. Let's start off. Here we go. It is almost October. Actually, by the time you hear this, it might be October. Um, what? It definitely will be. What October. is the number one characteristic of the month of October? What? When you say October, people think about what? Columbus Day and fall but shouldn't we acknowledge that you're only hearing our voices right now because this is an audio only podcast. oh yeah this is an audio only podcast now thanks for the long uh thanks for the ride everybody you know what this one's for you thank you for joining us on this journey of pious assault you saw us live on camera we got a lot of death threats and uh, i didn't want people to know where i lived so we had to switch to audio yeah really season two all 17 it's kind of like when i'm pretty sure there's a season of the office that is like 10 episodes long because of the writer's strike like we just had to go into the bunker and we had season two got cut short welcome to season three now it's fine owens he's living with his roommate at a apartment kind of it's great he made a lot of changes living with his roommates in a house yeah all right. Either way, it's almost say fall. something. I'm just gonna. I, can I pause for dramatic effect? It's fall, basically. It is fall, but it's October again. We think of Indian genocide and also what I would say. What? Said. Yeah, Columbus Day. You know. Oh right. Okay. Fine. Um, I'll give you a pass on that one. And uh, on what Owen said, which is fall. 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 I think, think of, of the color orange, no, yellow. What did you say earlier? <laughs> what do you mean, what did I say All right. earlier? I said fall, didn't I? It, it we think to... of spooky things and Halloween. Um, It's coming up. I actually hate to acknowledge the, the Halloween's coming up until October. I know people who go, it's August 12th. It's almost Halloween. No, no it's That's not. That's ridiculous. <laughs> no, it's not. If, it's if, you're, if you're above the age of eight and a half and you're like hyped for halloween get over yourself okay wow <laughs> peter klein better not listen to this um but it's fun one of the biggest aspects of halloween besides free candy is what is haunted houses big big they've been around forever and that's a big thing are haunted houses an age thing can you can you grow out of haunted houses? Does it depend no. on the house? Well, no, because thing is nowadays, although they're very rare and scattered throughout the country in vast distances, there are haunted houses now that you sign a waiver. They're allowed to touch you, and they're allowed to, which sounds really weird. Like, oh, I can touch you now, 
but uh, they're allowed to like drag you and like some pretty intense haunted houses out there. So if you are older, there are haunted houses out there for you. There's a haunted camping experience where you camp at this campground and people there's setups obviously and someone comes they can drag you out of your tent like it gets intense are are you into that type of stuff i would i'm only into that i've never done any of the more intense ones but i'm only into that for the survival aspect of it i want to know how long i would go there's this one thing on youtube you can watch called mckamey manor and it's done it's actually bet on in vegas and i don't know where that is i think the haunted house itself is in pennsylvania michigan pennsylvania and uh, you can watch these people go through it, and you can watch, like, their whole session if you want. And uh, that one's, like, brutal. That one's not scary as much as it is traumatizing. Like, they'll make you – they'll put, like, a live scorpion on your face, and, like, oh, every, you're in this big old house, like, and they it, bet how long you can like go. It's like a fear it's like factor abusive. house. Kind of. And it's mixed in with, like, horror elements. Like, everybody in the house is, like, you know, dressed – in a certain way they're allowed to touch you like i've seen people run through it like do a run through and like afterwards they just look like they got beat up like it just it just i don't know it's intense but uh there are i would like to see if i could survive i don't know maybe this is why i don't love halloween that much i don't like scary things nothing about being in an unpleasant state is enjoyable to me like, people just like horror movies and haunted houses because for some reason they like the adrenaline. to be uncomfortable. Dopamine, adrenaline. Their lives are pathetic and boring. So and when they get masochism. When they get excitement, they it's, you know, intense. Um, I don't mind it. I don't mind scary things. Sometimes I like to look into the darker sides of humanity. But uh, scary movies, well, let's just forget that because they're all bad. But um, I, I – I wouldn't say I'm against Halloween culture at all, but I'm not hyped up to the point where, like, I'm somebody who needs to go to a haunted house. Like, I need to go get scared. Like, I need the adrenaline. That's not – I don't care. Do you have any good haunted house stories? <laughs> well, I'm glad you asked, Owen. Uh, actually, I should be clear. Buffalo Fright World is supposed to be, like, the number one haunted house in New York, which it's not. There's definitely a better one out there. Um, so if listeners have heard of Fright World, um, celebrities have come here just to go, which boggles me. I remember uh, celebrities. John, John from uh, John and Kate Plus the, 8. The same person, the same <laughs> one. He, he walked into this Fright World. It's in an old storefront. Um, it used to be like a BJ's or something. No. Or, or yeah, well, or, no, now it's at the old BJ's. It yeah. used to be at the old Bonton. Wow. I almost got him. It also used to be at the uh, old office Depot? Depot. Either way, he went from Johnny K plus eight, fresh off the divorce. He needed some adrenaline in his life. <laughs> and he had to get escorted out by police. Like that's how scared he was. So I was like, what? I've been to Fright World before and I've been I've been scared of Haunted House before. When I was really little, my father took me to Haunted Catacombs, which is still around Buffalo as well. Um and I wouldn't go in. I would not go into the house. I was like I think I was like uh ten or eleven and I just wouldn't go in. I just I refused. And then, uh, but then when Fright World came around, when we were a little older, I remember we took a big group and, uh, someone in my group, I think I must've been 14. Someone in my group, uh, hate it was phobic of clowns. And we decided to go into the circus one first. And that just ended the night that we were over. It was done. I was in sixth grade, which, what would that make me? 11? I believe so. It was 12, uh, 
No, yeah, 12. Because 13, 7th grade, 14, 8th grade, you turned 15 freshman year? Uh, yeah. Yeah, okay, so 12. All right, so basically one of the worst nights of my life, I went with uh, two buddies. We figured, you know what, we we can handle Fright World. And and some some of these people to this day would claim that, oh, they, they weren't scared at all. Not true. We went through this house, got halfway through, and was just like, you know what? Maybe we should, we should take the exit here. It's pretty scary. <laughs> and we went through a door that was unmarked, and it wasn't, it wasn't an exit. So the so you, <laughs> so the haunted house became a real nightmare. But the doors to the parking lot, we could see the parking lot. They were locked, and it's like, oh, okay, you could see outside. Yeah, it, it technically was an exit, but it wasn't the exit we were supposed to take. And then the doors were locked, so it's like, okay, we're, we were supposed to go through this door, actually. Oh, we no. turn around. No handles <laughs> on the door that we went through. A living nightmare, truly. I I freaked out. Sixth grade, I don't think I had a phone at that time. Yeah. I don't think any of us had a phone. You were trapped, honestly. Yeah. And I I like tried breaking down the door that didn't go <laughs> ah, ah, i'm gonna get us out of here <laughs> and then one of my friends realized he realized oh the locks are right on the door so he just unlocked the door and we went out to the parking lot and that was the night i got made fun of for trying to break down the door for like years <laughs> after that yeah but that's a great that's a it's a survive <laughs> true survival like most of the times in these haunted houses even though they're the scariest if you get scared if they see you're like terrified or there's a situation somebody like guides you out somebody's like yeah. all right let's do this but that was uh you were on your own there did you pick out in your head who you were gonna die, uh, kill if need be like if some if you needed food and they had like one bag of chips on them um i don't think i was that like cynical at that age okay well teach their own <laughs> Um, okay, well, I would say, well, yeah, it trumps any experience I've had at a haunted house. I mean, I've never been trapped inside. Um, the person you were with now went on to, to start a successful blog called, uh, Next Wave Chicago. No, I was not. Oh, wait, I person. thought you were with him and the other. The, oh, wait. Okay, I was with, let's uh... not use names, but either <laughs> Well, I was just going to try to make a point where terror could maybe inspire, but I guess that's just not. Not, not a relevant point at all. I thought I th- I honestly thought that's who you're with. All right, that's fine. Um, were you there the time we went to Fright World opening night? I want to say it might have been. Oh like yeah, freshman and the year line school. and like the line was so big and it kept unbelievable. Forward. Yeah, and then there was a security guard who like was probably on steroids, and when he screamed, it was it, he didn't seem like a nice guy. No, <laughs> he didn't. And then you get in there and like everybody's drinking a monster and you're like yeah let's just get our heart rate going already and like early high school we're we're not necessarily going all night with things we have to we have to get picked up by parents and stuff and by the right. time we got in it was like 12 30 yeah and we were all just gonna buy tickets and use them on another day because typically that's allowed that's, yeah wasn't allowed that wasn't day because allowed. of the discount one of the employees there was like, really, you're just not going to buy a ticket after waiting in that line? And it's like, no, I'm not wasting my money. In a famous uh, T.J. Miller joke, he talks about uh, going to a haunted house and he was paying for all his friends on credit card. And the lady asked him for his credit or his ID and he didn't have it. And he got in an altercation and he says, let me get this straight. You 
you need my ID so I can buy these six tickets. And you think that I stole this credit card and the first thing that came to my head wasn't, oh, cool, let's buy electronics. It was, I want to go get scared for 25 minutes. <laughs> How famous is that TJ Miller joke? Uh, it's very well viewed on YouTube. It's one of his, he was, it was at the Laugh Factory, I believe. And it was, uh, it's very well viewed. I think it's in the millions. I believe the Laugh Factory is where, uh, you start out usually, but it's where Kramer had his like racist tirade. Oh yeah. Yeah. The stand-up <laughs> thing. But, uh, I don't know. I think it's everybody who works at a haunted house hates that they work there, but they need to work there. Like it's a job. They need the money. I feel like that's why it, I think I get you, a lot of attitude from uh, haunted house workers. I mean, it, if I you're one of the attraction people, yeah, maybe. Like, I I think you have to be kind of into it. Well, there's probably a tryout. Like, when you go to apply, okay, be scary. Like, I don't know, laugh or something. Like, then there's those guys who have the easiest job in the world. They have a chainsaw without a chain on, and all they have to do is rev it and run towards yeah. people they don't need to talk they're almost like chaperones but they scare you you gotta be able to well we're in an acting class you gotta be able to uh, to make people know know the story without any words yeah i mean that's i that's true i don't know if they're like do you think like actors like freelance buffalo like let's say buffalo because that's where it is which Besides theater, I mean, it's just not like you're getting an acting gig in Buffalo, like on screen. Do you think that they, this is where their culmination of their life is? They all just wait for Fright World. They're like, oh, that's going to be steady work for a the, month. Oh, there that's are probably it. people that like, the they come back every year and they're always pretty pumped. And it's not their main job. but No, it's definitely not their main job. I think that, you know, the haunted house industry does well. It's always packed, for always. sure. Like if you were if you were a DJ at Fright World, if you were a DJ, you'd be oh killing it, yeah, killing it. You want to put that on every resume you have to get better DJ gigs for sure. <laughs> the uh, the thing the thing about haunted houses applies the same thing about haunted houses. Personally, for me, applies to amusement parks. This is my attitude. Like I never really sit in my room on my chair, anywhere, really, in public, zoned out, and think to myself, like, man, I really need to go to a haunted house. Or, like, man, I'm really in the mood to go to an amusement park. But if I go, I go. Like, yeah. if someone's going, I just go. But I'm never, like, the person that's like, wow, I, ah, I really just need to go get scared for 25 minutes at a at a haunted house. It's really what I need to do. I'm that, craving That's it. what makes me think of it as kind of, like, a younger person thing because I no longer have any – any real desire to go to an amusement park like when yeah. when i was a little kid it's like oh my god i want to go to now it's just Darien, like, like oh every my day. god lines who wants to wait in those yeah. and actually there are lines in amusement or in uh, haunted houses as well like you're waiting in line big time we just told a story yeah, about waiting so in line waiting in line to get in waiting in line for uh the uh houses themselves there's probably a line at the bathroom and the snack stand lines everywhere yep and like i was making the point uh with amusement parks nothing nothing about them excites me too much anymore but i agree with you it's like, like if, if, go, if i go i go but who who's gonna be the person to bring up we should go to fright world this year yeah i don't think anyone's gonna bring uh, it up. i would if i were to guess it would be someone 
in a relationship. Someone with a couple, like, just fall things. Yeah. I, You know what? I actually would go – I I have more of a craving to go to, like, a pumpkin farm this year than a, than a Fright World. I would love to go to the pumpkin farm. Are you kidding? I haven't been there in years. I'm not sure if I've ever been there. Oh, I'm I'm trying to do a pumpkin farm outing. Plus, I kind of want to go to a corn maze at night. I think that would be hilarious with with our group at this age. Okay, these I would do. Are, these I, would do, do I would Let's do. I would do transition maze. to things to do in fall. Well, I would do corn maze in fall for sure. I would do. Uh, there's a cider mill, like it's a famous one, yeah, but, but not only in Buffalo is it famous. All of these things are like they are relationship things. I feel like. Yeah, I'm definitely not going to go to the cider mill with my bros um, unless I was in the area and wanted. They have very good apple cider slushies. And if I was just happened to be in Williamsville, which is a suburb near Buffalo, and I was just like there already, I'd be like, oh, yeah, let's just stop, get some. But I'm not like, hey, bros, pack up the jalopy. We are going to the cider mill. We are picking some apples. We are going to go take some photos in front of a Who has the ox? No, but those are relationshipy things. But uh, corn maze, I would classify as not. I think a good group at a corn maze at night. Yeah, good. that could work. But my dad once wrote a short farm. horror story when he was in his "I'm gonna write short horror stories" phase when I was growing up. He wrote. You're a, in that phase right now, aren't you? Ah, uh, screenplays. <laughs> he wrote a. Uh, he wrote a horror story and read it to us about a corn maze and like inserted his sons into it as he was telling us and whatever. But. Uh, I think corn mazes are fun. At least there's some kind of like freedom of thought. Like in a in a haunted house, you're just like walk forward, walk left. You know that the scares are gonna come along that yeah. path. But in a corn maze, you're like, all right, which way are we gonna go? Let's decide this as a group. Do you think that's a dead end? Should we go straight? <laughs> Should we go right? I don't know. It's like the labyrinth, Daedalus. Yeah. The Minotaur. So what else? I don't know what else there is to fall. Uh, October fests are popular for the drinking aged. Um, I am the drinking age now. Congratulations. Happy birthday to me. Buying clothes is a big fall activity. You need, Gotta you need get the your fall fit off. clothes. Gotta get you. And there's always the drops. Like Kith dropped at the time we're recording this. Kith dropped, I think, yesterday. And my roommate bought a corduroy hoodie off, the, off of it. Wow. Which is bold. I want to see what it looks like. But it's but uh, and uh, Yeezys. We all know a couple people who bought those. They dropped well, there was a drop of them. You know, humble brag here. I lost some weight over the summer, and I had a good wardrobe going, and now just nothing fits. Not a single thing. Well, it's okay. Go to Plato's Closet, you know. I don't know. Do they even buy men's clothes? I don't know. I have no idea. I don't, I don't think they do. They might. I'm going to have to do like like a JC Penny run just have no brands the, at all. You need the clash. I just need, need some some shirts. I think every fall look, if you're going to look for fall, you need staples of the fall wardrobe. They don't have to be a brand like a name brand if they are good good off to you, but like there there's certain staples you need, like certain pants staples, like you need a good pair of jeans. You need a pair of jeans for the fall. You need you need one. Um a Henley. Henley. I like thermal shirts. I like. Um, You're wearing a thermal shirt. I am wearing a thermal shirt. I like uh, flannels too. I don't go overboard with the flannels because they get overused. I, I had my my overboard phase with the flannel. Yeah, you. If you're a guy that has too many flannels, you are putting yourself into a specific social class. You are. It's, now, th- that can be good or bad. Depending on how I'm going to take it more as bad. 
I'm, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a warning sign for me. I don't have that many flannels. See, I have some clothes in my in my closet that I wear to this day that I got in like eighth grade that might have been a little big or long on me, but by now, they're fine. Well, they're semi fine, but you know, if it looks good, get it off, get the fit off, man. That's basically fall. I could try to make an acronym out of fall. Fits are. Nope. All right. Well, this is also why living like Larry. Why they call it cuffing season because fall it gets colder and females they need a certain amount of body heat all of the things we're talking about it's like you you are only doing these fall things because you're in a relationship or you're pursuing one am i wrong yeah you're not wrong who is the single person who is not intending on getting a relationship at all what are they doing in the fall watching tv and movies that's probably probably it right guess i would like i like to think of myself as someone who's like getting wants to go out and do things but i never do there's various getting factors. overrun with a serious dose of seasonal depression like that's what i don't know you can you can craft your own bachelor things to do or bachelorette like bring a bunch of friends to like a gorge or an outside place drink some beers do a day thing out of it i don't know look at the nature i hate the cold i'm a fan of it up until like 35 degrees. As long as when it starts getting consistently in the 30s, I'm pretty much done. Once it goes below 62, I need a certain amount of cold because it's over. my comfortable sleep position is when I I need to have something over me. I can't just sleep with nothing. Like no comforter, just on a mattress. I need weight, and that weight comes with added heat. So the perfect amount of cold in the fall contributes to my comfort level. I guess that's true, but like I'd rather be comfortable when walking outside than than comfortable sleeping. Although ideally I'd like to be both. But the best fits are off in the fall. Like if it's hot, I'm getting like I saw some person walking around our campus with when it was one of the hotter days, um, with like a regular gym shorts and a shirt, and then he realized he looked like he was going to gym class, so he just added a supreme fanny pack. And I thought, You can't do that. That's not a fit. One of our friends was uh, wearing a regular uh, T-shirt and shorts like a couple of nights ago, and Kalen Price, who's been on this this very podcast, gave it an eight out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know what that was about. He's like, Jack's a solid eight out of ten. I'm like, really? And so if you had a lookbook, Jack, Jack, <laughs> this would be it. This is it. It was like a London shirt, a, a British. Oh, shirt. it was a London shirt. I thought it was like Budweiser. For no, sure. it was like a British flag, and it said London on it, and like shorts. I'm just like, he, he rolled out of bed and came. Here. <laughs> Why is he getting an eight out of ten? And he and we consider him a fashion mind of our group, and I don't know anymore. Like what? And I think K is actually you were like, just oh, a fraud. Oh, if Jack switched shirts with there was another person there. If Jack switched shorts with them, what would increase? Would that increase their? <laughs> fit and he's like i'd say about yeah i'd say it'd increase about two points i'm like what does Jax go down at all or does it stay the same then i think it's really more just uh jack's demeanor his his swagger carried he shaved, the fit. and i think that made the fit for k i think k just thought that that made the fit but he's also yeah yeah well fashion but k's a fraud okay <laughs> not, this isn't a bashing podcast k is a good man He's an honest, decent man. Do you have anything else that you do in the fall? Um, besides homework and consumption of media 
various TV shows, movies. I, I transitioned to hot coffee. Uh, yeah. Hot coffee. Uh, but I, I get hot I stay coffee. away from coffee in general in the warmer months. Really? I, well, uh, what's the logic behind that? There's not a lot. Summertime, I don't drink it as much because I sleep a lot or have the ability to sleep in. And when school starts and it's still hot, I get a couple iced coffees. Um, I like to get my caffeine tolerance back down, uh, which is a blessing and a curse. Because sometimes you'll just chug a iced coffee from Tim's after you haven't like I haven't after I haven't had coffee in three months. Go to school, get a Tim Hortons iced coffee, slug it down. Now I'm shaking. The next class, really one class like recently this happened. Thank God, there's no one in my classes like except acting with you. Like you, you in me in class, you guys would have a whole. Like, vlog about it. Like, Max in class. Like, when I'm not interacting with anybody I know. I chugged an iced coffee. I went to class. It was a fall day, but it was hot. I went to class in the Churchill Tower, which is a building that is air-conditioned. It's ugly. Okay, it's ugly. And it's air-conditioned. And I get in there, and I was just profusely sweating. It is as if – it is like I just, like, snorted a molly or something. Like, And there's this one girl who sits next to me. I was just – I was dying. And my teacher is is um, foreign. She originally, I think, came from Italy, and she has a very thick accent. And she would, like – when she called on me for something um, – I gave my answer really quickly, and she was, like, looking at me. She, I can tell she wanted to say something. She, she knew. She knew there was something going on there. And then she just turned. She was like, oh, 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 okay. And then turned to somebody else. And uh, I was just – I don't know what it was. And I was thinking about it because that's the only thing I could focus on. And my heart was going. I was just – I was like, oh, my goodness. And I looked around. I thought it was – I thought it must not be me. It must be the room. Everybody is comfortable. There was someone in a hoodie, like, two seats down, like – comfortable and i was like i don't know what's going on bell rings not the bell the class time ends i get up there's just a sweat there's oh just a- <laughs> my god I was, and i was wearing athletic shorts too. i was like how did this happen how and i i looked at my cup of coffee i was like i need to get out of here this is i had to wait like an hour to settle myself down one of our uh our friends girlfriends i see her at at tim hortons a lot and every single time it's either I like just got finished working out, or so you I, it's a, it's a mode. You don't want to talk to anybody. Or or I finished working out, took a shower and everything. But like George Costanza has a thing of Taking like off his the po- oh. the the post shower sweat where it's like, oh, I showered right after working out and I'm still a human <laughs> heat pump. And, and like he's sweating profusely in his business meetings. Yeah, I'm sweating profusely. At Tim Hortons, and then I run into her. I wonder if she thinks like I'm like nervous around <laughs> her or something because I'm always like dripping. And during it's that dangerous Tim to even run. go to Tim Hortons in that state. That is the hub of our campus. Oh, for sure. So I don't know. It's man. really the only thing this campus has going for it. Yeah, actually, basically, they got rid of all our newspaper subscriptions for some reason. Yeah, I guess that sounds lame. Me looking for like a USA Today every now. You and can uh, read the newspaper in full. That's another thing. Yeah, but I didn't, we can do that anytime. I think we should transition to the beloved segment. The tradition. Saltiest of the week. Saltiest of the week. <laughs> Who's no, going? I, no, you go uh, first. I, oh, <laughs> I'm going? You are going first. Okay. Well, my saltiest of the week is, I guess you could say all of us, but really just anyone who is up to date on anything that Kanye says. Like, if it's not in a song, I don't want to hear Kanye speak. And I'm pretty sure he actually has, like, 
lyrics about how like they they don't want to hear your voice if it's not Kanye. music like that type of thing. But guess what? He's an idiot. Oh. He's just dumb. But musically, he's a genius. Yeah, I know. But people confuse that with like being an actual genius the, well, and he just has he no idea that, what he's talking about the only about. reason he, they confuse that is because he has a large platform that i yeah. mean but um everybody i think is annoyed a little bit with kanye lately besides the fact that he's dropping music when except for uh i've seen on twitter now people embracing the kanye and like almost like absorbing it into their own way of being um and like quoting Kanye's tweets and then or like you know how like people make fun of Donald Trump's tweets they'll like tweet their own version yeah. of it like oh I was in a parking lot today and like, saw someone's thank you their Kanye very cool sad. yeah yeah and people are like mocking his tweets like oh it's only love or gotta show love support these artists and stuff but uh, for the majority of it I think everybody's a little annoyed Kanye I think is a master manipulator he he wore he knows exactly what he's doing he knows he's in a position where whatever he says will make headlines and. He he's knows, manipulating the media, and it's fantastic, but it's also scary. But he knows also- he's in that position, but in many ways, he's in over his head. Like, the other day, he was wearing a, a mega hat with a Kaepernick shirt. It's like, what's your statement there? Just, just, <laughs> just, just wear normal clothes. Too hard. There's nothing yeah. going on there. Um, he, uh, but he, like, before his uh, Good Music Month, um, he had all that controversy, which basically just drew everybody's attention towards him, which made his that all that music that he dropped basically explode. Then after that... He was a little apologetic. Uh, People are, you know, a little more clarification to settle people down. And then started getting controversy again, not in the same regard as it was before Good Music Month about, like, Donald Trump. But to build himself up for Yandi. He did the uh, Pornhub Awards. Yeah, he did. (laughs) His his song with Lil Pump. Yeah, and and he's doing songs with rappers that are making other rappers mad that he's doing with. Like, he should not be giving that kind of attention, of, multi-million view attention to, like, Takashi. But, but of that, like, kind of group of rappers, like, of all the shitheads, like, Takashi. And, yeah, uh, and Lil Pump. And, well, a Lil Pump is... He's a little more tame. Yeah, yeah, Lil Pump, I don't have as much of an issue with him. Like, I don't necessarily no. like his music, but nothing about him makes me, like, angry. And then, angry. like, then... He builds his beef back up, and the beef that he's doing now is more of, like, him explaining himself, but also starting beef. Like, he posted that video that was poorly made. I mean, he was just walking. but uh, And he, like, went at Drake about uh, Drake having an affair with his wife. And now he's dropping Yandy because this album's going to be – or Yandy. This album is going to be him explaining himself. Like, it's the perfect storm. He's creating the perfect amount of hype. He knows what he's doing there. Um the the worst moment was a couple weeks ago he was on Jimmy Kimmel and Kimmel asked him like oh, oh you you like notably said George Bush hates black people what makes you think Trump doesn't and he couldn't answer that question it's like you've been making all these statements and you can't answer and the there, easiest that's question that's why i think that's a supporting evidence of like he knows what he's doing with uh with this controversy and uh Jimmy Kimmel cracked the code a little bit, and he just didn't want to answer. I mean, he needs to keep it alive. I think that, you know, he knows he knows what he's doing, at least to some extent. Or he has somebody behind him that knows what they're no, doing. He, he knows what he's doing when it comes to stirring up controversy, but he has no idea what he's doing when it comes to actually knowing what's yeah, going on. Yeah, actually, world. yeah. Yeah. But uh, that was a good one. Should we move on? Is it my saltiest now? It's your saltiest. I was going to say you, (laughs) 
because I was voted by a an anonymous group of our <laughs> anonymous group of our friends that I'm the more popular one between me and you. And I just took that as Look, all views we've gotten on this show I, have probably been attributed to me. I'm on a more popular <laughs> podcast than you are. Podcast of Vito. Yeah. Oh, wow. A random woman <laughs> tweeted us yesterday. She loved the show. She's happy she, uh, that we're coming back. Yeah. That oh. happened. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, I I guess in that realm of the world, the Big Brother watchers, maybe, you're, uh, maybe you are more popular. I oh, follow 100%. Big Brother. The only reason I follow it is to spite you now. I don't you, even watch You actually episodes. follow Big Brother? I follow the main Who won? That, Who won? No, Whose house know. was it anyway? Following. Wait, whose house were they staying in? Oh, no, no. Uh, me and my brothers, who I do the podcast with, we had a segment called Whose House Is It Anyway? Oh, And wow. we would, like, rank the house guests and stuff. Um, what if I told you I watched the 24 live stream all the time? I would be genuinely shocked I but don't. excited. <laughs> I don't. I don't do that. Watch Big Brother, people. Um, my... Uh, and listen to Podcast DeVito, and a Big to Brother pod- podcast. Podcast DeVito, but it's okay. It's not a popularity contest here. I want us. Uh, I want. Oh, well, you just made it into one. If if any if I have learned nothing over the last first few weeks of school, I have learned that when you're building a brand, it's more important to work together to rise every part of the group up than you got to race the stakes. Create a side group. Yes, high stakes. <laughs> I want to make that into something. Mark my words, listeners. High stakes is going to be something. Cool. You're welcome. Um, wait, so that was your saltiest, me? Because you're was, more popular? I was. Well, you were salty, though. Not that I am or not. Well, no. I. But I, in the situation where someone votes look, me Look, it was way, rigged. It was rigged. Well. Yeah. Well. Either way. The, the person who voted this was uh, biased. Let's uh, put it that people. way. People. There were multiple people in the room. They multiple people agreed. one voter either way um uh, Kalen price is a fraud uh i don't know k pricks he, he was pretty salty this this we'll have him on soon he was pretty salty this past week people came at him for various reasons I'm he was on the sub bench uh, <laughs> uh, he was on the sub bench making subs um what else do we got again that's your saltiest i wanted to make sure well yeah i was gonna talk about other things but they didn't they were just too like uh blanket well okay then we're not talking about those other things okay thanks Owen. our new recommendation segment we should think of a uh you know a cute little name for the segment but we don't have one right now unless you have a stroke of genius i'm waiting I mean, on like, you a recommendation is in in other words, I recommend you try this, right? Yeah. All right. Consume Community tries. This. Community tries. Oh, <laughs> that's great. Yeah. There's my stroke of genius. Hello, you saw it here first. Welcome to our new segment called Community Tries, where we tell you all the best things you should try. Um, you just witnessed a miracle. I don't know where that came from, honestly. Yeah. In there. Um. All right. What? Uh, what do we want to break this up? How I said, like what to try or what to well, watch, what to play, what to do, or uh, this just is gonna give be, one recommendation. This is gonna be a weekly thing. We can only recommend so much, so I think we should only do one each. Okay. Um, community try, as in try out this this movie, TV, yeah, try music, something. try this hobby, try yeah, drug, a food item, maybe like you know something's making resurgence and you want people to try it. I'm not gonna do a food item though. Go ahead. I am not. Oh, I'm going first. Yeah, go ahead. You're not going first. Why would I go first? I don't know. I just came up with the name. Okay, fine. I'll it's be I'll be the leader. This is my swamp. You go first. 
community tries, you should try listening to Iridescence, the Good new one. Brockhampton album. Great album. We we've talked about Brockhampton on Pest Assault before. But but only minorly. They've become like my favorite artists. They are a good. It's it's almost to me. It's a creative experiment. There's 15 people in this group. Um, they're making me. They pump out music like crazy, and it's all very like it's all objectively. There's good elements to uh, I d- everything they've put out so far. Like they they have really really unique production and lyrics and stuff. And I just wonder how like these random guys that really didn't. They no, weren't established no. in the music industry in any way. I don't know how they're so good at what they do, it's, like uh, especially production-wise. Their production their can production get wild, and I just don't understand how you learn something that well without being in like a professional environment. It's just the minds they have. They have fifteen minds to look at a song and say, "How do we make this better?" I'm a big fan of the song "District," so. That's my uh, uh, I like district. Fries, I like uh, New Orleans. I love New Orleans. The first you love song, New Orleans. New Orleans is great. That's actually on the lower end of. Oh no, <laughs> the production on that song, the 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 beat, the transitions. Oh wow, great. The lyrics. I think strong. And, and I think the objectively, like if you look at this album and you have to say what is actually the best song on it, it's probably Wait. That's the one okay. where. First of all, I wouldn't agree with that, but I wanted to add, bring up Wait. It's funny you mentioned this. What? I don't know that much about Brockhampton, and I like it this way right now. I'm probably going to get heavily into them in a little bit because I wanted to listen to this album, Iridescence, um, with not a lot of knowledge on Brockhampton. What is Wait addressing? Well, the the main guy, Kevin Abstract, and maybe some of the other ones I, I don't exactly know, he's gay. Yeah. So they've become like. They're like a big time LGBT Correct. group. Is that what they're addressing in weight, or is it like not specific what they're it, addressing, but it applies? Well, he's addressing it, his main verse. Both talks about like how his life has gotten worse with fame, yeah. and also like the the process that he went through learning that he was gay. And yeah, it, that's it, what it, I felt. it's very. It's just touching. It's a good verse. It's, it's a hearing good song. someone be that open on a song. Is I don't know if it's my refreshing. favorite, but it's a good song. I think there's that one. It's song not my favorite. I'm just saying. I think it's probably the the song that like the album Let gets remembered for. Let me see if I can pull it up really quick. I know I will. I know. Talking to the mic. Hey. Oh, that's what I liked. I liked. First of all, I I like. I don't even know if I'm pronouncing this right. It's the French one or Juvert. Juvert. Jovert. Like. Um, I like that one a lot. I also like San Marcos a ton. Yeah. That is one of my favorite songs in the album is San Marcos. I think I think every single song is enjoyable, except for Loophole. And it takes skits off of all <laughs> no. albums. No. No, I get rid skits. of them. You love skits? I love hearing a good skit. On an That's album? Ridiculous. Break up the album? I love hearing a good skit. No. Uh, I've Skits and voicemails, just get them out of here. Who wants them? If a song ends with a voicemail, do you ever listen to that voicemail more than once? Oh, no, but uh, as a whole album, if you're looking at an album as a whole, I think I like hearing the skits. But if I'm, like, listening to music, I don't want to interrupt my shuffle with a skit. I agree. But as an album as a whole, I like, I love, I love hearing a good skit. Interesting. I grew up on that, listening That says to, a lot about you. Why? I grew up on listening to Eminem for a period of time. I was very into him. Not so much anymore, but... Back when he was popular. Eminem is what real rap is. Back when he was super popular, I was into him, and he threw skits on a lot of his albums, and I love those. Those okay. skits were hilarious. 
the the slim the slim shady skits were were That's, pretty good yeah. and and they were all humor based but most of the time skits are like i i have no idea what the thought process even was of putting this on some can reveal things about <coughs> certain songs or albums like what was i just listening to oh okay yeah well this this won't be i mean i guess this is not my official recommendation but as a side recommendation a local artist we know billy esco who, if there's any Atlanta listeners out there, might also know, um, released an album, actually released two, but one of his albums called Cafe. There's a song on it called Esco, and at the end, he kind of throws a skit in, I'm pretty sure, and that was good. That tells you a little bit about his music or his uh, process. The college dropout skits are pretty good, too. The college dropout skits are pretty good, actually. Yeah, you're right. But Iridescent's a good album. Listen to it. All right. What should uh, people community try? Community try um, for the fall. I, I was gonna make a case for a Netflix show, but I always make that case for everybody. Um, here's here's what I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say that if you're a fan, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna go fall in. I'm gonna send it. If you're a fan of a, a good action show that might not be like Emmy level. Um, by all by any means like drama um drama wise it's not like an outstanding drama series nomination or anything but it's a good show and there's a stigma attached to it i think that you should all watch daredevil i'm gonna make the case early in this season of com- the past assault community prize presents past assault because season three season, three, season 2.0 2.1 um because it's uh, if you like crime shows shows about a crime family drama shows I would recommend you watch Daredevil season one at least. Um, blind lawyer, his senses are heightened, fights crime. That's the premise. But they do a really good job, and the season three that's coming out, actually in a couple weeks, is based on an award-winning um, comic run by who was it was written by Frank Miller, who did Batman Year One, and uh, is is a very well known, very good at his craft, but. Uh, it's a good show. I'm gonna recommend you watch it. If you have a, if you are a girl listening and you have a boyfriend and he's not sure what to watch on Netflix, just recommend him Daredevil, and he'll ask you about it. Just say it's good. Just say you got it from a good source. It's good, and he'll watch it and he'll he'll like it. There's other Marvel shows I wouldn't strongly recommend. Like I don't like the Iron Fist show. I think that it's poorly done. I don't. I think almost all of them are poorly done now, but Daredevil hasn't steered me wrong. Daredevil yet. has the best director. That's why yeah. I think and the same guy did the Punisher series, which is why Punisher is arguably I always forget good. that Punisher existed. He's forgotten. Um but I, I haven't like seen it, Iron but Fist. I've only Luke heard Luke Cage was things. okay the first season. Haven't watched the second one yet. Not really that interested. Jessica Jones season 1 and 2. Season 1 really really good. Season 2 pretty good. Um but either way, if you're going to watch a Marvel show, I would say start with Daredevil was the first one to come out. Watch it. Who doesn't like to see a blind guy kick kick some kick some ass? I I don't know, and and it's not like a, it's a break from the Avengers where it's like here's our cosmic big bad. Oh my God, aliens and magic and stones. This one's in he's like on the street. It's street crime. It's mob crime, and he doesn't have any lasers and he can't cheat really. Hell's besides Kitchen. His sense, super senses, I guess. Hell's Kitchen, yeah. And Wilson Fisk is one of. I think is a very good big bad. They portrayed him very well. Vincent Dion. Fr- Dionfrino? D'Onofrio. D'Onofrio. Uh, portrays it really well. 
It's and it's the drama's good. The storyline isn't like a CW storyline where it's like, oh, we just got to get through this scene of them talking really quick. It's like built in. It's it's a little better. Um, there's my plug. Daredevil, watch it. Well, I'm sure you're just gonna get flooded with tweets of people telling you, you know, I'm watching Daredevil because of your recommendation, because of your popularity. Yes, I will. I will uh, make sure to retweet those as proof. I'll quote a couple probably. <laughs> With, like, the 100-100 emoji. All right. That's our show. Um, salt. Follow us on Twitter at Community Fries. Um, you can find this podcast now on iTunes. It's going to be on every service I believe it's on. It will be everywhere. Actually, yeah. your your grandmother is going to know where it is. Ask her. Be like, Grandma, what's your favorite streaming service for a podcast? She'll tell you. It'll be on there. Yeah. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, I think we made it on Stitcher. For some reason, Podcast Avito never made it on Stitcher. Stitcher I don't get Stitcher, it. Stitcher thought to, is trying to take your idea. The, yeah. the devs went, oh, my God, a Big Brother podcast? Why don't we have this yet? <laughs> don't let them on. We're making our own. Um, Yeah, so we're going to be here every week. What day is this coming out? What day is, is Past Assault coming out? Wednesday. I'm declaring it right now. Any objections? Um... I know I have no objections. Let's just, you know what? I don't like to, we can't, we, I've decided we can't make statements of commitment in this show. So why don't we just say Wednesday through Friday, it'll come out somewhere in there. Th- this is, this is the only thing I want to make commitments for, <laughs> because if we can't guarantee I'm gonna, I'm gonna, <laughs> that an audio only thing comes out Here's my hint. once every week, we're going to, we're going to try our best. We've been saying that we're going to get more content um, out. No, no, best. we're not. We're not going to get more content out. We're going to do this. So listen to this. All right. Well, listen to this too. And, and anything else open. we might do. I'm working on a screenplay. All right. All right.